everyone, and welcome inside Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan, actually inside my house today. Uh, Matt Harkins is back at the studio, so he'll connect you to us here, and you can call anytime at 412-928-9370. You can follow this radio station on Twitter at 93.7 The Fan, driven by Shorty Kia. That's Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer. Shop all three locations at shortkeykia.com, and you can text us on the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line, 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Well, as we continue to kind of quarantine and wait until the end of this coronavirus situation, this pandemic, uh, hopefully we can provide some entertainment for you. I know that's the goal of all of us who do this, whether it's TV or radio, just to give you something to talk about, interesting issues, and even though there was no activity, which makes it tough, to be honest. Um, I mean, you get to the point where you're sitting around and you're looking for something to watch that's not a rerun of something you already know the outcome. However, that's where we are right now. And the bottom line is it's going to be this way for a while, which leads to interesting discussion about if and when things resume, how will they look? Because at this point, the NHL situation is in a little bit of a conundrum. If they return by sometime in June or whatever, uh, and they had you know, talks about this this week when they had four prominent players, including Sidney Crosby, on a national Zoom call, what would it look like? What would it take to put together a season? What you have to remember is that um, the season ended on March 11th. That was the night, I believe, that the Penguins beat the Devils. You know, they had been losers of 8 of 10, not playing very well, but they beat the Devils. They currently own a playoff position, but teams that are like one or two points out who've played one or two fewer games find themselves on the outside looking in if the NHL decides to resume with straight into the playoffs. And that would lead an interesting discussion about would a league do that? Would they go from all this inactivity straight into the high leverage games of a playoff? And what would the playoffs look like? Because quite frankly... Um, you know, these playoffs are going to probably look a lot different than you would think with regard to how many games in a series. You know, depending on how pressed the schedule is, it could be best of three, best of five, best of whatever. And the other thing is, is it fair to do it the way it is right now? If you pick it up right where it is and teams that have not played the same amount of games uh, pay the price for that. They're one point out, but if they make up those games, they could potentially go and move ahead of other teams. These are all things that have to come into play if the season does return. And, and then the question is, how long does it go before you say, well, this is not possible? I, I really believe they want to make sure that they get a season in. We'll see if they can. Uh, but at this point, everything's up in the air. I'd like to get your take on what you'd like to see if, and I'll give you a hypothetical, if this season does resume Let's say beginning of June, even though that might be a little ambitious. Call me at 412-928-9370 and let me know if you think that's a doable situation. Um, would you pick it up right where it is and just take the teams that are already in and just say, well, sorry, guys, you on the outside looking in, this is the way it is these days. Uh, or would you say, we're going to play a few games just to get the uh, the same amount of games if possible before we do turn it over to a full-fledged playoff with the Penguins it has a definite advantage because Jake Gensel has been 
you know, pretty much ruled out for the rest of the season based on where we were when this season ended. At the time, it looked like if he was going to be able to come back at all, it would be later in the playoffs if the Penguins got that far. But because of this, he could be ready if they do resume. And if that happens, boy, what a lift that would be for the Penguins going into a playoff. And again, it, it won't be your normal playoff. It will be something completely different. The other thing that was going on this week, and I'm sure Dan Zangrilli, who does a great job with the uh, Pirate Talk, Bucko Talk, he was on. Uh, there's a lot to talk about with you know, regard to Major League ba- Baseball players, the owners, the union. They ratify this belief <clears throat> that they'll be able to play here at some point. So here are some of the conditions for that to happen. Number one, players will accrue one year of service time. So regardless if this season is played or not, <clears throat> they're going to get one year service time. And that's not good news for the Pirates. When you operate the way they do, you really cannot uh, afford to have guys like Brian Reynolds and Kevin Newman and Josh Bell and others get a year of service without ever swinging a bat. Because with them, the way they do business, you lose a year of control. Plus, Brian Reynolds and Kevin Newman, I believe, would be eligible for arbitration. And, you know, then they'll have to take, I would assume, the um, 2019 season as their leverage point. And Brian Reynolds had a pretty good season, and so his salary would go up. It would also likely end Keona Kella's career because he would then become an unrestricted free agent. And if the Pirates had plans to maybe play this season and then at all-star break time look for trade partners to get some compensation, which is the way they do business quite a bit, then that is going to go out the window. So that's some of that. They also are interested in no bans on mass gatherings that limit the ability to play in front of fans. Uh, that's going to be hard. I, I imagine, from what I know of this virus, that even if it should dissipate, and people are doing a pretty good job around here, I hope, in keeping their social distance, but even if it does dissipate, I don't know that you can trust just restarting that way. It may very well come down to playing in front of nobody if they want to continue the season. But they'd agreed to no bans on mass gatherings. That's going to change if it, if it makes sense. No travel restrictions. The conditions also include medical experts determining games that will not pose a risk to, of any health hazards for the teams or the fans. And, of course, if they move longer into the season, which you would think is going to happen if they try to squeeze the season in at all, it's going to have to go well into uh, November, December. That's a long time to play baseball, and quite frankly, as you know, the weather may not cooperate, so now they're looking at potential other neutral site locations. And neutral site locations would make it interesting because it wouldn't be here, and then you wonder who would go. Say you want to go to some warm weather climate somewhere in Florida. Who's going to go to, it won't be the Trop, it'll be Miami, I guess. They have a hard enough time drawing their own fans there, let alone a, a playoff game. But at that point, I think if you're just trying to get a season in, you'll do whatever it takes. And you will not see uh, this sort of stuff happen again, hopefully, if we're lucky in the future. So the bottom line is these are all up in the air. These are all issues that still need to be worked out. So we'll talk about that. The other thing I thought was interesting this week, and it's not surprising to me, is that B.A. said no to A.B. despite T.B. wanting him. A lot of reports out there that Tom Brady seem to be really interested in bringing in Antonio Brown. 
Well, Bruce Arians didn't waste any time in shooting that down. And for all I know, he talked to him as they were discussing a contract and said, look, this is not going to happen. We're not bringing him in. We have two great wide receivers, two pro bowlers, and you're going to like both of them. But you have some outstanding tight ends. You don't need him. And quite frankly, I don't want to deal with him. So that's not surprising to me that Antonio Brown is still out looking for an opportunity. And as time goes on, it's going to be harder and harder for him to find one, I think. 412-928-9370. Do you think Antonio Brown will ever get another job in the NFL? And the other thing is, do you think this NFL season will be played? I know that's way off. I hope we're at least in control of the situation by then. i got to believe that you would be. But the thing about this virus, as I said, you never know which way it's going to go. It may dissipate in the warm weather and then return, uh, not unlike what happened in 1918, if you read up on the Spanish flu. And then people hit with a second wave of this. So there's a lot to consider, and at this point it's all just hypothetical situations. There's also a draft coming up. That's one thing that we could talk about that I know that the NFL is going to go through with it. The question is, how will they do it? Um, it's certainly not going to be in Las Vegas. It's not going to be in a big area. It's going to have to be from certain conference rooms or hotel rooms or whatever they decide to do. But the Steelers own the 49th pick, the 102nd pick, the 124th pick, the 135th pick. So they have all of those uh, coming up. And we'll see what they do with them. So, you know, the bottom line there is they have to determine what's available. At that, They're not used to picking 49, that's for sure. But they're going to have to do it, and this will be the year that they do it. Tua Tagovailoa is an interesting case, too. Here's a guy who it looks like he's medically clear, and if he's medically clear, then you have to say, well, the first and second picks are pretty well defined. Joe Burrow, Chase Young, and then after that, who knows? There are some other quarterbacks out there who I like. Herbert is a good one. Justin Herbert's got an arm on him, a good arm. I think he could do some damage. Jordan Love is one of them. Who knows where those guys are going to go, but it's going to be later in the draft for them. The big question in my mind for quarterbacks will be two with Viola. Is he good enough? Do people want to invest in a guy who had that sort of traumatic injury, which is fine by all accounts, but you never know. 412-928-9370, that is the number to call. And once again, I want to remind you about our sponsors. The Bob Pompiani Show is brought to you by Number One Cochrane. Go one better at Number One Cochrane. PNC Bank, make today the day. Allegheny Health Network, health for all. Ireland Contracting, visit Ireland Contracting today. And Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. So give us a shout. The lines are open until 1 o'clock on my program here today. Matt Harkins will take those calls. We'll chat. And the Bob Pompiani Show is brought to you by Allegheny Health Network, health for all. PNC Bank, make today the day. Number one, Cochran, go one better. Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman, they got your back, not your wallet. Ireland Contracting, hey, they are the title sponsors of the nightly sports call on Pittsburgh CW. We're still doing that show every night, 1035. We want your opinions about whatever's happening in the world of sports. And even though there are no games, there are also developments, and we've been talking a lot about them as well. The fan hotline, if you call it right now at 412-928-9370, we'll get you on. Is brought to you by Workers' Compensation Law Firm of Hall & Kopitas. And we want to remind you, too, for the latest news on the coronavirus, turn to News Radio 1020 KDKA. You'll find KDKA Radio at AM 1020, 93.7 The Fan HD2, or tell your smart speaker to play News Radio 1020 KDKA. All right, so still a lot of talk about backup quarterbacks. And I know Andrew Filippone has been hot to trot here on 
Jameis Winston, but I just don't see it happening for a lot of different reasons. Most of it is price. Uh, but also just I think the Steelers are true to what they said, that they are in a situation where they believe that Mason Rudolph. You may not like that. They believe it. They're good at developing guys. At least that's what their philosophy has been. They'll be patient. They'll wait. They'll see. Some develop. Some don't. That's just the way it goes. But they believe they have, um, you know, what it takes as a backup. You may argue that. You may think it's not good enough. Uh, but Jameis Winston, I'll remind people, as many yards as he threw for, to me that a lot of that was based on they fell behind in games and they had to throw the ball an awful lot. And I think Bruce Arians got tired of that at the end. You can accumulate a lot of yardage in those situations, not unlike when Roethlisberger was down. You know, you'd see four or 500-yard games, but a lot of those would result in losses just because they, they were down. Um, but turnovers are a big part of what he does. And I think for a team that's trying to limit those and, you know, emphasize their defense, which I still think is going to be real good this year, then you have to make the most of your opportunities. The, the goal here is that Ben Roethlisberger, by all accounts, is doing well, way ahead of schedule. And if he should come back and be healthy, which you can never gauge for sure, but if he does, all of a sudden, you got something there. you got an offense that should be good enough with what they have right now. They may add to it. And if so, what would you add to it at 412-928-9370? Because to me, uh, I, I can understand why they would look for offensive line help. they got an older offensive line, and I think that's always going to be part of what they do year to year. Their defensive line, they still, even though they brought in help on the defensive line in Wormley, I think they still can draft one. they got some opportunities there at 49. That Don't be surprised if that's their pick, just because they're going to have to you know, certainly de- develop more people there, and that could be one way for them to go. Wide receiver, a lot of people talk about wide receiver. I, unlike a lot of people who I've talked to, I'm pretty bullish about Juju Smith-Schuster, especially with Roethlisberger coming back. I think his season was not a good one. But I think there are a lot of reasons to look at it and say this is why. Because he didn't have uh, Roethlisberger, because he was dealing with defenses that made it almost impossible for that offense to do much. You know, they had to be perfect when they did just because of the inexperience at quarterback. So I believe that Juju Smith-Schuster is going to have a, a really good season. Which then begs the question, all right, how much is it going to cost? Because you can do right now a deal with him if you want. You could. You could say, well, Juju, we're going to look ahead, much much like how they looked at Bud Dupree. They looked at Bud Dupree as a guy who, even though after four years of not putting up the numbers that I think they expected when he was a number one pick, they believed in the talent. They believed in the progression. They believed in him developing. And they put that fifth-year option, and they picked it up. A lot of people said that was a mistake. Well, it turned out not to be. He had 11 and a half sacks. He now has a franchise tag. As I've said before with him, I still would not look long-term with him just because I think there's a way to bring in somebody else. They have to be mindful. If they do intend to sign Juju Smith-Schuster longer term, if they do expect to sign T.J. Watt longer term, then they're going to need some money somewhere regardless of how high this cap goes. And then the cap issue becomes an important thing, given the fact that there's nothing going on right now. That cap, who many people expect would be about $220 million, may not ever get there, at least not in the near future. It's at 198 up $10 million this year. But with no games you know, possible, we'll see how this goes. And that's a long way off. I've got to believe it, at that point we'll have things somewhat under control. But 
uh, that's, you know, the, the money may not be there. They've got to make wise decisions based on this. But I thought that was a, uh, a good move by them, and I still think signing Juju would be a good move too. I know that's not popular right now, but I would, I would begin that just to see where they are, just to see what his expectations are. This is buying low, in my opinion. And if you could buy low, why wouldn't you buy low? you got to believe in the talent. I still think the talent's there. And keep in mind, he's only 23 years old. You don't find many people at 23 who've been around three years, who've been able to put up one good year. And, and if you believe that that's more of what you're going to get, then I would look to sign him. Eric Ebron is one of those guys who... I, you know, at the beginning of free agency, I did not think they were going to be able to sign him. I really didn't. Just because, you know, quite frankly, they didn't have enough money. How do you fit that guy in? Somehow they did it. They do a great job, Omar Khan, Colbert and company, of trying to restructure contracts. They still may extend Cam Hayward, and that may, you know, prorate some money. But somehow they managed to come up with $12 million on two years for him. Now, what is Eric Ebron? Is he the one year we saw where he had 13 touchdown catches? Because, quite frankly, he's a one-year wonder, in my opinion. He's one. He's a guy who's put up the numbers one big, and it was a big year. But I think that's one of the problems the Steelers have had, is that they really shrink in the red zone. They did it last year. They went from being the number one red zone team in 2018 to being last. Last. Dead last last year. And... Obviously, Roethlisberger is the biggest reason why, but they need weapons down there. And Eric Ebron is a guy who will command attention. When you command attention, that frees up space for other people. When you command attention, that means Roethlisberger has another weapon. So all of this stuff is very good for the Steelers, I think, in the red zone specifically. You may not see Ebron putting up, you know, 75 catches. What you will see, hopefully for them, is a guy who can come up with 8 to 10 touchdowns in the red zone. And that would make things change dramatically. Again, paired with a defense that I think is still going to be pretty good. Here's another question for you. And I'm, I'm thinking about this because the Steelers have drafted a lot of quarterbacks who have come and gone and without much in terms of you know, helping them on the field. Mason Rudolph, where is he in three years from now? Is Mason Rudolph going to be your starting quarterback in Pittsburgh? Keep in mind Roethlisberger's contract goes for two years and then it's over. Might he play more than that? Who knows? But if he doesn't, is Mason Rudolph your starting quarterback in three years? I would have to say yes, right? I mean, what would you say on that? Do you think there's someone else out there that have to redraft the position? Some people think they should redraft the position. If you do, it's not going to come until later in the draft, I would imagine. Again, 49, 102, 124, those are the first three picks they have. It's not exactly in a position where you're going to get necessarily the, the guy you want. Is Mason Rudolph your starter three years from now? Call me at 412-928-9370. You can also tweet me at KDPomp. That is the address. And we'll discuss that because I think it's a good discussion point. I believe he's going to be. You may not get much else in, in terms of information or intel because he may not play in these next two years. But I think they believe that he had such a turbulent season that that's going to help him in his development, not only as a person, but as a player. Uh, if not, you're going to have to look in a lot of other directions. And there's no guarantee those directions would work at this point. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. The fan is doing our part to help Pittsburgh stay connected. 
Go to the Radio.com app and get ideas to help you during the stay-at-home time. Just go to Radio.com slash stay connected. That is the number to call. And right now, the number to call here is 412-928-9370. If you have something you'd like to talk about, feel free to call. You can tweet me again at KD Pomp. We'll get into that. But is Mason Rudolph your starter three years from now? Who, If not, what do you think would be the active plan B that they'd have to put into play? All right, welcome back. As we continue here, the Bob Pompiani Show is brought to you by Allegheny Health Network, Health for All. PNC Bank, make today the day. Number one, Cochran, go one better. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, they got your back, not your wallet. And for the latest news on the coronavirus, turn to News Radio 1020 KDKA. You'll find KDKA Radio at AM 1020, 93.7 HD2, or tell your smart speaker to play News Radio 1020 KDKA. All right, let's go to the lines of 412-928-9370. Charles, in charge. Hello, Charles. Hey, what's up, Bob? I just want to say uh, thank you very much. I got to first uh, pay a compliment to all people in the medical field, uh, anyone that's fighting this virus, and to all, and to all the people in the sports media, including the sportscasters, for uh, keeping our daily lives going. Thank you very much, first and foremost. All the respect. Well, that's a great way to start your call, and we do echo those comments for sure. Thank you. Hey, uh, so one thing I want to start off with yesterday, I want to get your thoughts. I got a couple things I want to ask real quick. Number one, uh, the Steelers, they're one of the few teams right now that start signing some people from the XFL since their season is no longer going to continue for this season due to what's happening. And I know it's still a long way to go, but for right now, they sign guys like offensive tackle, Jaron Jones from the Guardians, defensive end, Savon Walker, who's one of the guys that was leading the league in sacks in the NFL, also with the Guardians. Uh, they also got safety uh, Tyree Cannell from the defenders. And then uh, they also got defensive end Dwayne Hendricks from the Ballhawks. They said they had five names, but I only saw four. I don't know if you know what the fifth one is, but first and foremost, um, what do you think of these signings uh, so far? I know it's still waiting to see until they make the team, but i got to tell you, this Walker one sounds a little bit more exciting. I don't know if this is probably because of the sack number, but something they could add depth to the defensive front, too. Yeah, you know, uh, thank you, Charles, for that. I think they have signed five, but here it is, mostly for me, because they don't have a lot of people at this point, under contract to fill the roster. They're going to sign more of these kind of guys, and why not? Just try, see what happens. Of all of them, I think Kayvon Walker is the guy that people are most drawing attention to just because of his ability to rush the passer. And, and you know, they still need help on their defensive line, and they need help with, with putting you know people in position to make plays there. And if he can turn that into something that could result in a roster, spot fine. But we've seen guys like this come before, and most of them are impressive in preseason games or at training camp. And then when the regular season starts, they're just members of either a practice squad or whatever. Still good to do it. I mean, they spend time scouting it, so why wouldn't you take it seriously? And uh, my guess would be it's just you got to fill out a roster. There are a lot of undrafted free agents that will be there, and I think he, all of these guys fit into that. Will one of them turn out to be something good? We saw Tuzar Skipper come out of nowhere last year. Um, you know, Cam Kelly was an AAF graduate or uh, leftover, whatever you want to classify him as. And he looked good in the preseason, and then all of a sudden the reality set in, and now he's in trouble with the law. So the point is, they're good to have. You never know. 
sometimes you're going to get a story out of this, sometimes you won't, but um, they're going to do their due diligence. So I think Walker's the one guy I would certainly look at and think he could be the difference, or at least somebody to make a roster spot. Thanks, Charles. Let's go out to John, who joins us on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. What's up, John? How are you today? Bob, I had a question uh, based on some research I was doing, plus what uh, Kirk uh, Herbstreit, uh, I believe, said it on ESPN the other night. He indicated that he didn't think there would be a college or NFL season until, you know, there was a vaccine fund, which probably at the earliest would be 18 months. And, you know, I mean, I, I followed this fairly closely, and I respect Bill Gates, you know, being, uh, you know, an engineer, a uh, software engineer and having the Gates Foundation. He thought, you know, if the United States and we did, you know, the appropriate precautions, we could possibly reopen between six to ten weeks from, you know, I think it was last Thursday he was on, on uh, this past Thursday he was on CNN. So I wanted your thoughts on uh, what Herbster said about, you know, the seasons, including all sports, you know, not being able to return until there's a vaccine. That, that was my question. All right, John, thank you. Uh, well, I think that's the $64,000 question. You know, when we see sports again, number one, before anything returns to normal, whether that's the economy, whether that's sports, whether that's, you know, your daily social activities that you've taken for granted for many years. And I think this lesson should make everyone realize that all the stuff that we sometimes complain about doesn't matter. In the end, it doesn't. Traffic jams, people get irate, it doesn't matter. So before anything else can clear up, number one, you've got to handle the virus. Now, the social distancing will certainly help, and I think it will change, you know, how frequently you're going to see cases develop which is good, but, and I'm, you know, you say 18 months on a vaccine, or I think it's going to be sooner than, than that, but it may not be by the time the summer is here and over. Uh, we have a lot of smart people in this world who are working on methods right now to change the dynamic of that. Uh, so at this point, all of this is up in the air. We don't know, but I think safety trumps everything at this point. You have to make sure that you are operating safe and you're not putting people at risk. I think this social distancing should be part of all of our practices even after this is done. You know, you don't have to go crazy with it, but you should still, and you should learn to wash your hands more. I think that's one thing I've learned. I, I think that I'm pretty good about washing my hands, but certainly I fell short based on what I'm doing now, you know. So, but to me, I don't know. The answer is I don't know. I would hope by, by June we can get something going here. Of all the sports that I think could return with nobody watching, it would be golf, you know, and they still – not sure about if they're going to play the U.S. Open. Uh, it'll be where it was supposed to be, but it's not going to be when it's supposed to be. But you could put people on a golf course and keep them at a social distance and not have any fans and still broadcast it, still make money at it, all these kinds of things. As far as football, I, we just have to wait. I, it's, just, it's anyone's guess at this point. But you could very well, if things go the way you want to go, and if they, if they do get better, you can have an amazing amount of sports activities going on at once. June, July, August, September, I mean, just everything crashing into each other with baseball starting, with NBA, with NHL, all these things happening at the same time in reduced seasons and different rules. It'll make up for the time that you haven't seen sports, maybe, maybe not. Let's go to Steve, who joins us right now on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. It's 412-928-9370. Hey, Steve, how are you? Pretty good, Bob. I'm glad that you're at home, staying safe. Uh, I'm at home, but of course, uh, with my profession, uh, I never had to work uh, off uh, off where I'm at right now. So uh, 
working from home is uh, nothing new for me. But uh, all I wanted to say is, uh, no, uh, before this all hit, we were thinking, oh, boy, the parts aren't going to be any good and all that stuff. Well, now since we've had this uh, coronavirus and, like you said, uh, you don't know whether baseball starts at the – there will allow the fans to be there. And if it turns out that they don't allow fans, but the baseball players get to play, we are fortunate in Pittsburgh to have uh, some uh, pretty good uh, announcers. Greg Brown, uh, Joe Block, uh, um, Bob Walk, and uh, oh. <laughs> John Wayner. John Wayner, yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah, are, we are. To have all the really good guys. Uh, baseball announcers that we can have, you know, so if we have to watch them on television, so be it. Keep the players safe, and that's the players' jobs to play baseball, you know, and you don't want them sick. So in general, I'm just trying to say us as Americans don't take anything for granted after this. We're going to have to do, like you just said, do a job of keeping sanitized, better uh, sanitation than we've been doing. Don't take anything for granted after this, and enjoy what you got. If the Pirates are not in, not good, don't make the World Series too bad. Enjoy them anyhow. All right, Steve. Be healthy, stay at home, and uh, stay safe. Uh, you know, like I said, it's it's all open for debate about what you may see. I'm going to, if it's up to me, this is what I think. I think you're going to see a resumption of seasons, but it's not going to be until July. June, you know, late June, July. They'll try to squeeze it in no matter what the sport and figure it out. Uh, but I believe it's all going to be in front of no fans just to be safe. And I think people by then will be craving some sort of distraction so much that they'll be fine with that. Uh, but that takes, you know, that takes a toll on teams that are looking to make some revenue and can't do it by having people in the stands. But again, to me, the one sport that can go on, at least I think so, in a more safe way is golf. They're out in the open air. You can stick around. You can... Uh, you don't have to really engage with anyone uh, as long as they feel that that virus is under control. And hopefully we'll see some of those results in time. Um, but it likely still will be increased numbers before they go the other way. 412-928-937. You got a uh, tweet here from Mark DiStefano, and you could tweet me up at KD Pomp. He said, is Ebron going to be the next Eric Green? He's on that level. Most articles I'm seeing about him is that somewhat of a distraction in the locker room, and Colts are glad to let him go. Well, Mark, I have no idea. I just know the talent is something they need, and if they can bring him in here and he can just be happy in the role that he has, um, there should not be a distraction with that. At least I hope so. Um, you know, that's that's the whole thing about it. you got to make sure that guys are on the same page with what's expected of them. And I think when a lot of veterans come here, I think they look at it as, a veteran kind of team that has a lot of good team leaders, and I think he'll fit in. I'm not worried about that so much. I'm more worried about, um, you know, hopefully he can give them a, a boost in the red zone, which is where they really need it. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. Uh, I also want to remind you about the text line and the Twitter. So you can follow 93.7 The Fan on Twitter at 93.7 The Fan, driven by Jim Shorky Kia, Pittsburgh's number one. Kia dealer shop all three locations at shortkeykia.com and text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line. You know the number is 412-928-9370. Fan weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Sun Chevy Department is open for all your automotive needs. Pick up, drop off, 
Go to sunchevy.com for details. Today we have cloudy, perhaps a few sunny breaks, a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, high around 73 degrees. You believe that? Then tonight, cloudy, mild, more rain on the way. It could be heavy, gusty thunderstorm, low of 60. That is your fan weather. And once again, I'll remind you, before we go to break, and get your calls in or on until 1 o'clock on my program here. It's 412-928-9370. 